Welcome to a present for the past. A show for all your paranormal needs. Hello and welcome back to another edition of A Present from the Past. Again, my name is Weldon Trantham. Uh, unfortunately, Natasha was unable to make it tonight. But, as they always say, the show must go on. Today's episode, I'm going to discuss Hell's Gate and Screaming Bridge in Arlington, Texas. And then I'm also going to discuss some uh, some of the questions I get when people find out I, I'm a paranormal investigator. So there's a uh, park in Arlington called Legacy Park. And there's several bike trails throughout it. And one of the back, the bike trails that leads toward the back, there's actually a fence post that's off to the side. A lot of people have said when they get near this fence post, they have you know feelings of dread or that they've um, seen things out there, have heard things. And the story to Hell's Gate is that back during the Civil War, the um, Southern soldiers would take Northern soldiers who either they thought were spies or, um, you know, anybody that betrayed the South or whatnot um, and took them out and hung them and supposedly walked past the, the, or walked through this gate at the time, which now, from my understanding, almost impossible to find. Uh, There's several claims that, oh, this is it, this is that. But when you actually look, all it looks like is um, maybe a post, maybe a um, worn down tree stump. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell what it used to be. But there's a lot of claims that this was Hell's Gate. And like I said, it it was a lot of people claim, or a lot of people, some people claim that they've heard noises out there or seen apparitions um, or, you know, just had overwhelming uh, feelings of dread in that area. Now, I don't know if there is too much truth to it. I think it's more legend than actual truth. Um, But, you know, that's kind of how it goes with a lot of uh, paranormal or ghost stories or legendary ghost stories. You know, you start looking into uh, the the goat man at, at um, Lake Worth and you find out years later that it was some college kid doing a host that he had, you know, made his own mask and gone out there just to scare people. But, um, not too, not too far down the road or, you know, down the uh, path from hell's gate is a bridge that's closed off to the public that is referred to as the Screaming Bridge. Now, the story goes that back in the, I want to say 50s or 60s, 
there was a wooden bridge that crossed um, the river right there. Uh, actually, about a mile upriver from where that the current uh, bridge is. And either high schoolers were coming back from celebrating a football game or something of that nature and went off the edge of the bridge and drowned or crashed into the river below and, and drowned. Now, the legend with, with Screaming Bridge is that you can, uh, when you walk across it at certain times of night, you can hear, you know, screams or howls. Um, if you look over into the water, you can see tombstones glowing underneath the water. Now, that's all interesting and everything. To me, it's it's the makeup for a great story. But the bridge that uh, everybody come to know, or comes to know as Screaming Bridge was reconstructed about you know several years later and is a concrete bridge that's a couple of miles downriver from where the original wooden bridge was. Now, I have not actually been out to Screaming Bridge but I've seen pictures of it. I've seen people go out onto the bridge. And I don't know. As an investigator, I'd have to rule out some things. Like, you know, the, the people claim they hear screaming. But if you go out onto the bridge, there's several holes that are about anywhere from three to four inches wide, maybe even a little bit bigger, that go all the way through the bridge. Now, anybody that knows, you know, how wind is with wind chimes and stuff, if you have something that blows across that hole just right, you can get either a whistling or a screaming sound, depending on how big the hole is and, you know, all that, you know, comes into play. But I think that kind of rules out the um, the whole screaming, you know, uh, all you need is a good wind in order to create a... a some sort of whistling or moaning sound just through those holes alone. Now, when you start looking at um, the claims of the tombstones in the water uh, reflecting back up at you, I would have to see that to believe it. Um, to me, it could be someone's mind playing a trick on them. They're out there. They're scared already. They see a reflection in the water and they think it's something else. You know, who, who knows? Um, would it be something I'd like to investigate myself? Obviously. I, I'm Anything like that, I'm open to investigate and see what's, what's really going on. Now, both Hell's Gate and um, Hell's Gate and Screaming Bridge are not too far from each other in Arlington, Texas, in Legacy Park. So it's kind of interesting that they're all right there next to each other. And even, I mean, Arlington is such an interesting place because you have those, Screaming Bridge, Hell's Gate, and then you have... The uh, Cemetery of Lost Children, which 
is not too far from that also, which that's a whole nother interesting story. Um, and there's one other thing out there in Arlington. Well, there's at least a couple more out there in the Arlington. Oh, well, Six Flags. Six Flags uh, has uh, reports of a couple of different apparitions out there. Uh, we can talk about those at some point along this journey of uh, touching on paranormal or ghost stories that are around here. Uh, it's kind of interesting. I mean, I live here in the DFW area, and there's so many stories just tied to this area that I, I, I want to go out and investigate all of them. You know, we have stories such as the Lady of White Rock Lake over in Dallas. You have, you know, the, the few that I just mentioned in Arlington. You have uh, Baker's Hotel over in Mineral Wells, which is just a little bit uh, west of Fort Worth. And then you have Catfish, um, Catfish Plantation, which has its own story behind it. Then you go into the Fort Worth Stockyards, and you have several more stories out there in the Stockyards, which are just wonderful stories. Um, and, and you talk to some of the people that have lived through those stories, and some of that stuff is very, very scary. Um, oh, yeah, we also have Old Alton Bridge, uh, also known as the Goatman's Bridge. Um that one's up there between Denton and Louisville. Uh, there's just so many different different legends and, and, and stories out here in the DFW area. <clears throat> and eventually I'm going to be going over as many of them as I can find. Uh, me and Natasha will try and touch base on, like I said, as many of them as we can get a hold of. Uh, but as we're bringing you these stories... Uh, different paranormal um, activities or or legends of Texas. I also want to touch base on maybe uh, some of the investigative techniques that we use, or you know, just questions that people may pose. Any of those things that they kind of answer questions for for. Anybody that's willing to, anybody that's got questions or anybody that wants to hear. And so for today's topic, other than, you know, when it comes to some question people ask me as a paranormal investigator, um, it's kind of complicated, but it's uh, to the point of, Oh, so you go out and you, uh, you, you're trying to prove ghosts exist or, or, you know, something to that nature. And it's kind of odd because I have to explain to them. It's like, no, truthfully, I believe ghosts exist. I've had my own experiences. I have no doubts in this world that ghosts exist. What I'm searching for as an investigator is that ultimate proof. And to me, ultimate proof is, you know, a video with, with the apparition in it, uh, a intelligent response to a question on an EVP. Um, I mean, things of that nature, to me, are, are the ultimate evidence of paranormal existence. So, 
But at the same time, I'm not going to accept every piece of evidence that people turn into me as evidence of paranormal activity. I've had people send me pictures of, oh, look at these orbs around my uh, um, child or around you know my grandfather or whoever. Aren't those ghosts? And it's like, probably not. There's a good chance if it's an orb, 99% of the times, it's nothing more than dust. And I know some people are going to hate me for saying that, but it's true. As a paranormal investigator, if I can't completely rule out every other options, when I'm looking at a video, a picture, and I, I can't look at it and say, absolutely, there's no way, that's nothing um, that can be explained. I'll have people that send me uh, videos of security cameras. And, oh, look at this, look at this. And it's like, man, that, that's that's a bug. Yeah, that, that's a bug that's really close to the lens, so it looks really distorted, and it's kind of hard to tell what it is, but if you slow it down frame by frame, you can see it see a wing or see a leg. Um, I mean, I've, I've seen videos that when you first look at it at normal play, oh my God, it looks fantastic. But when I slowed it down and actually looked at it, looked at some of the reflections that were going on in the, in the video, and that's when I realized, that's a fly. <laughs> And of course, people want to get argue, you know, want to get upset with me and argue with me. Oh no, no, no! This is a ghost. This is a ghost. Look, you come to me, you ask my opinion, and when I tell you what it is, I'm sorry. If if I don't think it's paranormal, I'm not going to rule it as paranormal, and I'm not going to, you know, waste any more time on it. Um, it, it's just it, it's crazy. But I've seen, I've had people send me videos. I've had people um, tell me to come out and investigate their place. Um, here's here's another common question I get, and th this is a touching touching subject to answer, um, because one of my friends recently came to me and asked this question. Uh, this friend had. A very very close family family member passed away and they were asking if you know can can spirits do make this noise or do that or you know uh, make certain sounds and I was like well, of course they can and this person said to me oh well, I think this was so-and-so my relative that just passed away and I'm not, I'm not there to say whatever you heard was paranormal or wasn't, because I wasn't there. I didn't experience it. There's nothing for me evidence-wise to look over and say whether it was or not. However, if it brings you comfort to think that that was your family member or friend 
and that was their way of saying goodbye or saying, hey, I'm still here. Take it for what it's worth. You know, sometimes it, 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 it'll, it'll help you. And, you know, it may not, <clears throat> excuse me, it, it may not be anything. It may just be a coincidence of, you know, a certain sound happened and that happened to be like, okay, say, um, say you have a butterfly that lands on your hand and it happened to be the same, you know, type of butterfly that your, your friend had tattooed on their arm. Could it be something significant? It, it very well may be. Can I prove it beyond reasonable doubt that it is? No. All I can say is it's, you know, again, if you think it's something that's paranormal and it's comforting to you, take it as paranormal and, you know, let it be what it is. Now I'm not going to run around and tell everybody, hey, you know, I commune with the dead or, you know, I still talk to my long lost cousin. Uh, I wouldn't do it, go that far, but if it brings you comfort and thinking that that's their way of saying goodbye, take it. You know, we all need a little bit more comfort in this world. Well, I think that's it for today's show. Um, I'd like to take it a little bit longer, but it's one of the reasons I like having a co-host because we can kind of bounce things off each other and keep the conversation going a little bit longer. Excuse me. Wow. A little bit of heartburn creeping up on me. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. We are going to be trying to put out uh, another episode at least once a week, whether I do it myself or I get, um, Natasha is actually able to come out and help me. And, you know, I can't be, I can't be upset with Natasha and, and everything like that. Cause I work weird hours. I work in the service industry. So anybody that works in the service industry knows we work weird hours. I don't get I don't get weekends off like the normal person does. Uh, you know, sometimes I'm working mid, sometimes I'm working late. And today was kind of a last minute thing because I saw that they just put my schedule out and I'm working the next six days straight. So it's like, I have no choice but to try and get something out done today. Otherwise it's going to be another week before I can get an episode out. Now, granted, if I would have waited a week, probably would have had a little bit longer of an episode, um, maybe a little bit stronger topic lines, but at least I'm getting one out a week and we can save her for next time when uh, Natasha's actually with me and we can do a little bit stronger topics and uh, hopefully, you know, get some uh, better stories out there and... I always love having Natasha's ideas come through and, and, and I, I value her opinion and her, uh, her input so much. Um, so once again, thank y'all for joining the presence from the past. 
Be sure to hit the subscribe button down below. Leave us a like. Leave us a comment. If you want to hear more stories or ghost stories or you have your own ghost story you'd like to share with us, please leave a comment down below. Visit visit our web... Or, can't even talk right now. <laughs> visit our website, A Presence from the Past. Again, I'm still trying to get that extra S out of there, but for now it's presencesfromthepast.com. Uh, we do have a Facebook page, uh, Presence from the Past. Check out all those. Um, and until next time, y'all have a good one. <laughs>